sometimes just telling someone that you are wanting to wake up earlier or wanting to do something at some sort of time of day is going to help you feel a little bit more accountable to it. Stick with it and you follow through and you do it. Even if you didn't accomplish it, show up for that conversation to say, you know what? I try. I, I, I just wasn't able to do it because even the fact that you showed up to own up to that, that's being accountable. Welcome to the Career Advancement Academy. We're your hosts, Jack and Kara Dennison, and we're your ultimate career coaches. We're here to help you find, land, and crush your dream job. And help you live an amazingly authentic life while doing it. If you're a professional ready to make the money you're worth, make an impact at companies you like, and live authentically, this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Career Advancement Academy. Class is in session. Welcome to today's episode. We hope you enjoyed last week's episode, Work-Life Balance, The Unreachable Dream. If you haven't had a chance to watch or listen yet, make sure to check it out or send it to a friend or colleague that's looking for ways to get to their next level in their professional advancement. Yeah, absolutely. Today for episode six, why your routine may be failing your job search, we're going to be giving a getting a look into why a routine is so important, how to set one up, and especially, especially if you're in a job search, when you add a job search into your life, that adds a lot of time, a lot of activities, a lot of stuff onto your plate. And we want to make sure that you're maximizing your time and being as efficient as possible. So if you're looking to land a high paying job, the next step in your career or to advance your career, stick around. We've got some really game changing advice for you. So let's get to it. I say we pull up a chair, right? So here we go. If you're in the job search, you're busy, right? You've got a lot of things happening, but not just that. If you are employed, you also have the nine to five to stay uh, attainable to, right? We got to make sure that we fit everything into our life. And so that's why we're talking about routines today. Because one thing that we find when working with professionals, the first thing that we forget of when we go into a job search, it's our routine. Yeah. And let me know if you're watching this on YouTube in the comments, do you have a routine? Do you have a routine that you love that really works for you? A morning routine, an evening routine? Do you have a routine? I do have a routine. I have multiple routines. We do. (laughs) We have routines. But this is not something that we really got into until a couple of years ago. Yeah, actually, I was uh, calendar reversed until I I met you. So, But now (laughs) I'm a routine guy. I love routines. But to be honest, so was I. I really didn't like the idea of... A routine. Now, obviously, I had some routines, right? Like going into the office when I worked at a nine to five um, or nine to seven or whatever it was. Um, But I had some routines, but I didn't have a rock solid morning routine. I didn't have a routine on the weekends. I didn't have an evening routine. And I got to be honest, my anxiety, depression, panic, all of that stuff was out of control. And I'm not saying that the routine was the thing that helped fix all of that. There was a lot of things, therapy, medication, all of that good stuff. But a routine really, really helped for a lot of a lot of that because having a routine, um, one of the benefits, and we're going to be going over a lot of the benefits of having a routine, but one of the benefits of having a routine is it takes the mental load out of what am I going to do tomorrow? What am I doing the next day? What am I doing next? Because it's already planned. It's already 
done and that mental load, that stress is eliminated. And I can't tell you the amount of time. I mean, those Sunday scaries, right. Or those, uh, just nighttime anxieties that I would have thinking about the next day and the things that I would have to do. And when I was going to get them done caused so much anxiety and panic. And so implementing a routine alone helped lower that stress and anxiety significantly. I I completely agree. And a great way to think about it that helped us kind of encapsulate. It's like opening up a new tab on your browser, right? How many of us just have tons of tabs open on our browsers, right? Mm -hmm. But every time we have a thought, something you have to do, that's another tab that happens. And eventually with everything we've got to do, our brain's going to run out of power and RAM, right? It's not going to be able to maintain it all. So sooner or later, we're just going to get that spinning beach ball. We're not actually going to be able to open up that tab. And so by closing some of those things down, by getting a routine in place, now those tabs aren't up running in the background and you've got that capacity to be able to go after and drive the things that you're looking to do. Absolutely. So why, what are some other reasons and why does a routine matter specifically in a job search, but in general, well, simply put, a routine provides structure. It provides consistency and accountability, but not only that, it helps you stay focused, Mm -hmm. helps you stay organized and motivated through the process. Not, um, why I want to kind of fit or stay on the motivation thing for a second is specifically for myself, right? I have ADHD. It's very hard for people who are neurodivergent to get motivated by things um, unless we see them right in front of us for me specifically. And so when you have a routine, if you know what you're going to be going after every single day, again, you're getting rid of that mental load and you're kind of triggering that dopamine hit again, because you're seeing something and you're getting to check something off of sort of a list or a routine sort of calendar. Um, and that helps with that um, that dopamine hit and that motivation as well. Without a routine, it's really easy to get overwhelmed. It's easy to lose track of your process. It's also really, really, really easy to miss out on potential opportunities as well. Yeah, I really think that when it comes to a routine, it helps so much with time management, right? Because now we understand how long something's going to take. But it also, with what Kara was alluding to earlier, the mindset and the motivation of checking something off, but also the sense of accomplishment. Yeah. Let's let's face it. When you do something, you do it well uh, and you do it with intentionality, you're going to feel much more aligned and it eliminates the the actual angst and worry that you have about the, the thinking of doing that thing, right? Because it's like, oh, well, it's, it's on the schedule. I got to go do it now. So you just, it creates that action orientation a little faster. It also just provides opportunities and more time for the good stuff, your hobbies, your friends, right? That's that work-life balance that we talked about last week, right? Exactly. So if you haven't had a chance to check that one out, make sure you go back and give it a listen so you can find out how to integrate that work-life balance. But this is a big one. This is, this is my favorite one. Honestly, you want to go ahead? I'll talk about it. All right, go ahead. When you have a routine and you have the things that you need to do blocked out and it's already planned. What I really love about this is that you get to be intentional with the things that you do every day and with the things that you're in, in the moment, for instance, Jack and I were recording this podcast right now. And I don't have to go and look at my email. I don't have to be worried about 
client calls or emails or other tasks that I have on my plate right now, because I have time blocked in my calendar to get that done later today. And I'm prepared. That means I get to be intentionally in this moment right now, focused on what I'm doing. That also means that later today, I have time to spend with Jack, with friends, to eat dinner, to take care of myself, to exercise, to do all the things that I really love to do, to take care of myself first, to take care of other people and be intentional in every single moment because I've planned that all out. And when we don't have a routine, what I found when I didn't have a routine is I wasted so much time worrying about what I was going to do next or not being intentional in that moment, right? Speaking with people and having my mind wander to other things I had to do or just having to run between a lot of different things um, because I was so discombobulated with the things on my plate. You know, that's such a key point. And to pivot to our job seekers, if you are not being intentional with your time and you are not focusing on what you need to do, you are going to get lost in the sauce. You're going to have so much just thrown at you and so much that you could potentially do. You're not going to get the results that you're looking for in your job search. And when it comes to the job search, we recommend two hours a day max. But when you're not being intentional, guess what happens? We tend to binge it. Mm-hmm. We tend to just say, hey, you know, I've got some time right now. I'm going to use all this good energy to apply to a bunch of jobs as much, fast as I can, do as much as I can. Oh, before I know it, five hours went by, I applied to 10 jobs. And now what? Now yeah. it's the waiting game to hear back. And all of a sudden, maybe I don't touch that again for two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And what we have found to be the most successful in a job search is consistent action daily. Not only is this going to be better tactically for your job search, because every day you are putting effort into generating opportunities, networking opportunities, informal informational interviews, um, actual interviews, all of that really great stuff, posting LinkedIn content, all of this stuff, which is really great, but it does something amazing for your mindset too. You know, every day you are putting a small chunk of time into furthering your career in that job search for not only the short term, but for the long term. And when you're not doing that and you're not in a routine, like Jack said, you're binging it on the weekends, you're spending eight hours and then you burn yourself out and you don't touch it again for weeks, which means you're not following up with people. You're not following up for yourself. And it really becomes a more, uh, desperate sort of situation for your mindset too. I I completely agree. And it's a skill. It's a skill. It takes some time. But if you show up and you put the time in to actually create this routine and create this schedule, you are going to be able to start habit stacking. You're going to be able to start gaining that work-life balance that worked for your situation currently. Mm -hmm. And you get to, if you're not in a job search, you get to find more time in your day, right? You get to add in hobbies, other things that you want to do. And this is also ways that you get to set that boundary, right? Once you set that routine, it's so much easier to say no to things that you don't want to do because it doesn't fit into your routine, right? So that's something um, as well I wanted to bring up. So now that we kind of know some of the amazing benefits of having a routine and we get it, right? We were people for a very long time that were like, oh, you tell me what to do. You put me into a routine. Uh -uh, I'm not doing that. 
but we actually found freedom in a routine. This is why we wanted to share so heavily about this. And we've seen success with people who we've worked with that we help set up a routine. Now that we've talked about some of the benefits, how in the world do you go from moment to moment, almost chaotic, right? I don't know what's next to setting up a routine. Jack, what do we do first? Step one, take an audit. Yeah. Find out what is happening right now in life. Let's do a daily audit of what happens from the time when you wake up to the time that you end your day. And so everything from eating, sleeping, uh, you know, just common things, whether it's coffee, uh, walks that you might do, meditation, exercise, uh, taking kids to school, uh, bring, get picking the kids up, making lunches, all of these things, take them into account, get them on your daily calendar. So you have an idea of how long things take. Yeah. Now, once you know exactly how long things take and you do that for about three, three to seven days. What's a good way to do that? Do people put, do you suggest having them kind of manually track all that on their calendar, on a notepad? I, I recommend whatever's most convenient. If okay. you're an individual who likes to write things down, I, I, I find that writing it down if you're at a desk is best mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to picking up your phone because you can easily get distracted. But if you don't have the ability to have things with you, taking track of it on your phone or on a computer, uh, maybe even on a Google uh, Google sheet uh, to just track that time uh, so that you can know what you're doing, what you did for that time, and then just keep going throughout your day. When I had to do an audit for myself for my stuff, this was difficult, especially if you're busy and you've got multiple uh, responsibilities, things like that. If you are uh, employed in a job search, got a family, got responsibility, doctors, all this other stuff, um, what I found was um, ideally at the top of the of the hour, just going into a notepad on your phone and writing down what did I do the last hour, right? And how long it took. Mm-hmm. Um, the other way that I did it was after um, every task, I just kind of quickly just jotted it down on a notepad. I've done this a couple of times because it took me a while to get into a routine um, and jotting it down on a notepad. Um, so whatever really works for you, you really, the point of this is not to track what you do and there's no judgment whatsoever. What we have found time and time again, helping people do this and doing it ourselves is also finding that things we think take 10 minutes actually take 30 to 40 minutes, right? And so you want to get an accurate picture of how long things take. Yeah. And when we're doing this, you, what do I currently do? What do I want to see progress on? What what do I need to maintain status quo in these areas of my life? Those are the questions we want to ask ourselves. Yeah. Are there activities that you consistently neglect that you want to do better in? This assessment is going to help you pinpoint those gaps so that you can really guide your routine through uh, towards us building up in these areas. So that's kind of the second step is assessing your audit, right? Of like, okay, so I do this every week, no judgment, but is there anything that I want to add in? Is there anything I maybe want to take away or spend less time doing, right? Yeah. And that's part of uh, really just the assessing of what we do, as well as formulating the goals of what we want for ourselves going forward. Those are kind of in tandem with one another. And then as you know what those goals are that you want to insert, then we can start saying, okay, so what do we got to do to achieve those goals? So what is those actions that are going to get us to where we want to go? 
then how much time is that going to take? Then we look at our current opportunity, our, our current routine, our current uh, schedule and say, are there areas of opportunity where we can insert certain actions that we want to get us to our goals consistently and what we already have so that we don't have to make big changes? Okay. So we create an audit. Then we assess the audit. And then from what I'm hearing is we take everything that we want to keep from that audit and we put it into like a time time block schedule. Yes, absolutely. And see yes. where there's opportunities and, and space and of time. And we're looking to see where are ga- gaps of opportunity. Okay. So if I found 10 items that I wanted to keep from my day, I'm going to start blocking them into my day. So I might have a block from 6 a.m. to 6.30 then I have a block from eight to nine. And then I realize that I have time and space in between. Those are what we like to call areas of, or gaps of opportunity, areas of opportunity. And that's where you get to fill in or just have space for life to start filling it in, right? Absolutely, yes. And you can adjust and tinker as as needed. But ideally, you want to start slow. You want to be able to layer this in, and you don't want to make huge wholesale changes right away. Right. Because if you go to make huge wholesale changes, you know they do say it takes... And some people say seven, others say 21 days to build a habit. And uh, sometimes that happens when we take on too much uh, because we haven't necessarily internalized it and built up the habit to continue it, we burn out. So that's why we want to make sure that we're building this routine and we're implementing blocks of time to start stretching in the areas that for our goals that we're Mm -hmm. looking for. So really it's doing an audit and we're repeating it because you know, make sure you help stick. Right. So you do an audit, you assess the audit, and then you take the things you want to keep from that audit and you put it into a time block schedule. Right. So say, obviously you brush your teeth every morning. Well, if that's something you want to keep, no judgment, no judgment here. But for us, we like to brush our teeth every morning. And that's something you want to keep in your in your schedule. Instead of just saying, I'm going to brush my teeth every morning, say, okay, I want to start waking up at 6am every morning. And the first thing I'm going to do is brush my teeth right now, instead of just having a brush your teeth as an enigma whenever I'm going to do it when I wake up. Now it's 6am brush my teeth, right? Mm -hmm. So a really good way to stick to the routine is honestly not even really adding anything new to your routine, just taking what you already do and putting them into time blocks. And then like, like you said, Jack, right, just adding something in one by one as you go. And if you're already in a job search and you're like, well, a job search new and I'm in it, I can't, I can't afford not to just do it. What we always recommend is find one to two hours of time either in the morning or in the evening, if you can't, if you feel like your day is really full, try and stack some of your stuff and either wake up earlier or in the evening, try and find at least one hour, two hours, because we know, like we know that consistency beats binging every single day. Um, So trying to fit at least that in along your other stuff, knowing that that hour will come back to you once you start a new job and you can add stuff in later. And and that's the beautiful thing about creating that schedule is because when you get to start stretching, you want to start small. So 15 minutes, if we're looking to wake up earlier, you want to stretch 15 minutes 
until you get used to it. Maybe uh, do that for three days and then push it another 15 minutes and, and so on. Yeah. Uh, if you're already in your job search and you're you're doing all these things, well, maybe are we doing the right types of things? So mm-hmm. We look at the types of actions that we're doing. Maybe yeah. we're not doing the right things and we can adjust our strategies. Uh, and then we would start inserting those new strategies in a smaller amount at first just to start getting used to doing it and then getting consistent it's consistent at it so that once we're consistent now we can become efficient absolutely absolutely and when it comes to a big thing like a job search a job search is a big thing there's a lot of things to be doing and so part of this is going to be when you go into a routine jack talked about goal setting right it's about taking things and breaking them down into small manageable goals and that's what we do for our clients too when it comes to um, our coaching is we take what they want to do for that week and we break them into small manageable goals so that you can be consistent because if we told you Um, Or if you told yourself, I want to go and I want to network with a hundred people and I want to land 20 interviews and also a job. Well, great. Yeah. That might happen over the course of three months or two months or something like that. So you got to break it down and just say, Hey, I want to reach out to maybe five people today. Right. Mm -hmm. Something like that. So with all of this, we want to come to our last point of a routine, which is accountability yeah accountability because i gotta be honest with you this shit is hard yeah it's it's hard to maintain uh, even when you do have it written down some days you just don't feel it you don't feel like you have it but when it is there and it's staring you in the face it's that reminder saying hey you made a commitment to yourself this is something you said you were going to do this is your opportunity to show up for yourself yeah and so if this is really hard but it's important to you find an accountability partner, right? And that might be, um, for us, it worked really well that we were spouses and we really wanted to be accountable to a routine. Hiring a coach is a great idea that works for our clients, right? Um, A friend, a friend who also wants to get into a routine um, or a colleague, right? If you're going into the office or seeing each other on Slack or Zoom every day, whatever it is, if this is something that is um, important to you, maybe not a colleague if you're in a job search, but um, if a routine is something that's really important to you and implementing one, sometimes just telling someone that you are wanting to wake up earlier or wanting to do something at some sort of time of day is going to help you feel a little bit more accountable to it. Yeah. And make sure that you stick with it and you follow through and you do it. Even if you didn't accomplish it, show up for that conversation to say, you know what? I tried. I I, I just wasn't able to do it because even the fact that you showed up to own up to that, that's being accountable. Yeah. The best part about routines, the best part about routines, tomorrow is a new day. Mm. On that note, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Next week's episode, episode number seven, we're going to be talking about the number one big thing stopping you from getting ahead in your career. Wonder what it is. I can't wait to hear all about that. Well, but if you enjoyed today's show, please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcasting platform. Your feedback means a lot to us and helps others discover the Career Advancement Academy. Thanks for listening. Thank you for attending the Career Advancement Academy this week. We hope you enjoyed today's conversation. 
If you know a friend or colleague who would benefit from this episode, make sure to share it with them and make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on upcoming episodes. If you're interested in working with us, check out www.optimizedcareersolutions.com to learn more.